Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventative maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the Rush Truck Center's service department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your location's details. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, people of the world. I am Rebecca Nichols. Welcome to my podcast show, Finding Nirvana. For me, personally, Finding Nirvana was more about unlearning and becoming who I was destined to be. It's about releasing the shackles and stepping into uncertainty, but with surety that everything is going to plan. The divine plan. It's about releasing fear and vibing high with love. It's about living your truth and being really fucking unapologetic, babe. It's about forgiveness, deep connection, mindfulness, meditation, and hacking your own health and well-being. This is your life, your journey. And on this show, I'm here to support you through sharing and shedding some light. I'm here to empower you to be the highest version of yourself. So stay tuned, subscribe, and tell your friends because we are going on a journey. And it is a journey, guys. I'm so excited today to be here with Libby. Libby is a galactic business coach, which is, um, I've never heard of that before. So it's very exciting to, to be here with a galactic business coach. She's a shamanic healer. She, um, she hosts events and co-founder of social initiatives and the self-wealth project and leaders making a difference and co-founder of her charity, Hope to Fam. So she has a degree in psychology and trained in shamanism. She's a leader and a mentor. Uh, she has a very grounded approach to life and business and combines science and spirituality in holistic and practical ways. So she currently resides in Bali, but jealous <laughs> with her <laughs> husband, Dane, and she spends most of her time obviously dedicated to her soul mission, her purpose, and having an impact on the world and helping people create more self-wealth, I guess. Um, a mission to empower 1 million people, which is amazing, um, to make positive changes in their lives and obviously sustainable changes to, to the lives of families and businesses and communities all around the world. And our idea is that we, um, together we rise and together we heal and create the new earth. So welcome Libby. Mm, Amazing. Thank you. Loving all of that. It's so beautiful. It's, um, it's always so funny, like hearing your own I guess hearing your own bio or, you know, your own introduction, you're like, wow, like, really? Is that, you know, and it's so easy, like, when we're in our, is that really me? Is that right? I don't know. Well, I know, because it's big and brave and it's bold and it's kind of very clear and it's like, oh, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here to do. And it's, um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's an honor and um, would love to, you know, share your story we all got a story of how we got here our lives are all about stories and the stories we tell ourselves right so Mm -hmm. we've all got I've I've never met anyone who hasn't got some kind of 
backstory of what happened and how they got to where they are. So I'll let you kind of, you know, take, take, take lead and share with the world, um, you know, how you got to be the way you are, what, what changed for you? Um, because I'm sure it's an interesting story. Yeah, for sure. And thank you. So I love these conversations. So right. So, you know, it's like, you're right. Like everyone has a story, but I truly believe that it's like, you know, it's really important that we don't become attached to our stories. Like for me, the evolution, you know, and, you know, getting to this place where we all are, where I am, where you are, is all about, you know, where we've been and where we're going, where we are right now, not necessarily attaching to our stories, but absolutely like, (laughs) I'll give you an overview. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I didn't start out as a galactic business coach. I didn't wake up one day and be like, right, I'm just going to become a galactic business coach today. Right. <laughs> Let's go. Like not at all. And it's really funny. Like the, the person that I am today, when I share my story with so many people, they, they, they can't believe it. And then the, the same is true for people of my old life or, you know, my past life, but in this mm. life, when they hear what I'm doing now, yeah. you know, from people back home or, or run into people from the past and they're just like, like, who, who are you? Who are you? And so seeing these two parallel versions of myself, which have, you know, I've embodied both the party animal and then like the you know, spiritual student first, but also like, you know, beginning to help people with their own spirituality, which is not something I ever thought I would be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so a little bit of a backstory. Five years ago, I was, you know, partying every weekend, count on me to shout, you know, shout you a round of tequila, uh, you know, drugs on me. Like that was my, that was my attitude to life. Work hard, play hard. And then at four and a half years ago, 30th of January, 2016, I woke up in hospital after just one too many, well, probably like 10 too many glasses of wine. And I'd attempted to end my life when I was drunk the night before. And so when I sobered up and I was sobering up in the hospital bed, you know, I was coming to and looking at my life, looking at what was happening. And really it was a miracle that I was alive. And all the doctors that were there were just like, you have no idea how close, like how lucky you are. I can't remember the exact words, but none of them could believe that I was even alive. And, you know, I'm grateful for it. First of all, because I truly believe that the the universe has this incredible sense of humor. (laughs) And so it took for me to hit rock bottom and literally hit rock bottom. I jumped out a window and, you know, hit a concrete ground and it was like literal rock bottom. And I laugh about it now because I've done so much healing around the actual, you know, like around my addiction and around all sorts of things. And so my journey from that moment really was one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time, becoming the best version of myself. I'm never going to drink again. Um, You know, I'm going to, decide every single day who I am you know and how do you decide who who you are when you're attached to a story when you're attached to an identity of a party girl for your whole life and then all of a sudden now you don't have this like this this uh all you know like everything that I knew was just like no longer so one day at a time I recreated my life pretty much I just thought right you know if I if I'm never gonna go back to the way that I was then what is it that I want to step into And the first year of that journey was all about like, I had no clue where I was going. All I knew that is that I didn't want to die. (laughs) I knew that I had big things to do in this world and I was going to do whatever it took to become the best version of myself. And I know that sounds super cliched right now, but 
you know, that really was the crux of it. Like every single day, what do I have to do today? What do I get to do today to get through this next hour, to get through this next, you know, 30 minutes. And so through that process, I began, you know, when I look back at the last four years, here I am now married to my soulmate. You know, I'm running an incredible business with my absolute dream clients with, you know, we're now in six different countries around the world with clients around the world. We've got this charity that we've set up. We've got all of these amazing things that I'm like, I don't, is that really me doing it? Or I just feel like I'm the channel for all mm. this, you know, this impact to be flowing through me. And yeah, keeping it as this long, you know, long story as short as possible. <laughs> no, I mean, look, go for to, it. <laughs> yeah, to get, to get to here, it truly is just like that. The biggest thing is just being like one moment of surrender, one moment of like every decision acting from a place of faith, like every decision acting from a place of, you know, like I don't care what it takes, but I know that I've got to do something that is far bigger than myself here. And I mean, I guess I started my business actually as a blog uh, back in, what year was it? 2007, end of 2017. It was coming up two years sober. I think that's right. Yeah. End of 2017, early 2018. And I was in a job at the time where I was teaching and I wanted my blog to be anonymous because I didn't want my students to find out that, by the way, your teacher has been an ex-party, you know, an ex-party girl and like drug and alcohol addict. And mm. oh yeah, so I kept my blog uh, anonymous. And all of a sudden, these people, I just started posting it in different places and people began reaching out for help and support, you know, that were looking to do life differently and do their recovery differently than uh like mainstream ways you know i didn't go to aa or i did mm. but it didn't resonate with me okay. um the medical system in the western way just like was not a path that i wanted to go down mm. just intuitively yeah and so when i started talking about the how i had healed from addiction and how i'd also overcome bulimia and how i'd also given up smoking and how i'd also oh accidentally started making more money oh and accidentally manifested you know, my, my dream man to propose to me. Oh, and you know, all of these things just coming into manifestation. People were like, how did you do it? Like, how did you get to that place? And only just recently you were like the craziest party girl. And you, now, here you are now sober. Mm. And so from that place, like teaching people just for the love of it, really, uh, how to love themselves. Like that's, yeah. that's how I started my business. That's basically it, isn't them. it? Exactly. That's mm. what everything comes back to. Mm. And and from there, over the last couple of years, I've then ended up just in total burnout in my really good corporate career. Um, it was teaching and I was, you know, managing in a very high position. And it was just, it was almost like my soul was like, Libby, yeah. this is not the path for you. And I yeah. just hit burnout and overwhelmed yeah. and stress and had a massive breakdown. And I was like, <laughs> what am I doing with but my You need life? that anyway. Oh, another one. Yeah, exactly. We I need that. But that, yeah that's yeah. like we're not in our zone of genius as gay hendrix would say so if we're not in our zone yeah. of genius there's going to be things that are going to pop up and we're going to get sickness we're going to get disease we're going to get failure we're going to get lots of things like so like it feels like our world's falling apart that's because we're so out of alignment with our true selves we're not showing up as the beat we're not in that creative genius zone so yeah. you know we need to find that creative zone so that's really what you stepped into is yeah. as i'm here as a creator 
I'm going to create my life. What am I going to do? I can be anything I want to be. All right, well, what am I going to be this party girl? Am I yeah. going to have that life? Because that's, that's a creation. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. I've got to have that mm-hmm. awareness that that's you doing that. Yeah. Or I can choose a different thought, a different belief, and going a different direction and be this. Yeah. I'm... I was the party girl. So this is for this. Yeah, I can see that. I feel that. This well. is hilarious. <laughs> so this is this is like people listening to us and going, Rebecca, it's you. It's like it's your twin. And and the same. I, I I'm not sober. I'm not living a complete sober life. But I had a conversation the other day on my Instagram about a relationship with alcohol. And I think we all have different relationships with alcohol. My relationship with alcohol is now take it or leave it. Like it's fine yeah. for me. Yeah. I have yeah. the the willpower, I have the strength to be like I can have a drink and be like, that's it. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, I don't, I can enjoy a glass of wine or a glass of champagne or whatever, but I don't, I know my body and I know what I can tolerate and I know what feels good for me. And, you know, I was sitting there the other day and I was drinking a drink and I just didn't feel it. I was like, I'm going to chuck it away. I'm not feeling this right now. Wow. And I just threw it away. Yeah. I was like, I just don't want to drink. Like the old me would yeah. never waste alcohol, by the way. It's like, yeah, I'd yeah, be going to the shop yeah. and going, I need to get some more alcohol because I've run out. <laughs> I wouldn't be throwing alcohol. It's like liquid. Yeah. And yeah. I had a very unhealthy relationship with alcohol and, and just in, with drugs as well for many years. But it was obviously a way, which I now know, is of masking a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, and, and not confronting... Um, those aspects of myself which needed to do healing so I was just hiding and running away from from myself and obviously not stepping into my my genius and true potential so you know I think there'll be so many people that will listen to this and it will resonate in a way and they'll look at their lives and I know there's people that are in my life that you know they're probably coming to an age where they're thinking what can I really live this life like continue to live like this is this is this really how I'm going like I'm in my 30s and yeah, I mm-hmm. want to be married. I want to have kids, but like, I'm still having this kind of life. What, yeah. you know, what, what am I going to do from here? What, and the thing is you, you actually have the power, you have the power to change. This is, this is where I find like, in terms of my work, the solar plexus is, is the work that's really needed to be done to strengthen that, that area of yeah. like, I have the power to change. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's like when you get... That is self-worth, that is is all that as well. Confidence and knowing that you're able to make the right decisions and self-trust and all that coming back to this, you know, coming back to that level of self-love within yourself and, you know, how you're able to like take it or leave it now, it's a direct reflection of your relationship with yourself, right? Like everything external to us is always a reflection of what we, what our relationship with ourselves is. Mm-hmm. And when you're not needing anything external to you to just get through a situation or just deal with an emotion or do, you know, as an escapism or whatever it is, whether it be money, alcohol, drugs, sex, relationships, like whatever, yeah. it's all coming back to, can you be fully present in yourself, within yourself and holding that, that love and that space yeah. for yourself. So it's, you know, and I, it's, it's funny that you're talking about this, you know, people getting to that age or that space where they're like, you know, how do I, you know, I want to get married and have kids, but I'm still living this, you know, I'm still living like I was when I was 20 or 25. And how do I now shift, you know, and, and, and grow up. And I truly thought that I was going to be one of those people. You know, I remember in my, in my twenties, I was, I don't know, I was at a bar somewhere with a friend and I saw this woman, she must've been in her fifties, like out of her mind wasted. (laughs) And I said to my friend, (laughs) that's going to be me. (laughs) Yeah, I said to her, I said, 
that's going to be me. Like, I'm really afraid. I think that's going to be me. And she was, you know, like, you know, props to all these people. And I, I, you know, it was just a, a reflection. I have no idea of her story or journey or anything, but it was like, oh my God. And it was kind of in these, these tiny moments before I was, I don't want to say forced, but like made the decision to never drink again. It was like all yeah. these tiny glimpses into what my future could have been had I not taken that level of self-control. Yeah. It is. It's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh my God. With yeah, anything, yeah. But with anything, like there's, 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 there's yeah. always, no matter what you're going into, like, I don't know, I obviously work with people on nutrition and, and mm. grounding and feeling like nourishing their bodies. That's like a big part of my work over the past year. And just every relationship we have with anything that we're putting in our bodies, <laughs> you know, it's an emotional one as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's absolutely is. And it's so like, even with food, with health, with the grounding, with everything, this is the only way to activate deeper states of your spirituality. Your people don't get journey. that. I love that. Yeah. You said that. People don't get that. Yeah. Like, I find it's really, it's really, yeah. really, like it just it blows my mind. And I'm like, well, okay, yes, we, we've got so much more awareness of the spirit, spirituality now. There's so much everywhere now. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a trend even, right? And so I'm like, okay, you want to be more spiritual. The most spiritual thing you can do is take care of your physical being. Mm, Literally. Mm-hmm. Is be human, yeah. Is to be human, is to nourish your body because you, know, you can sit there and meditate for hours. I, I mean, I couldn't care. But unless you're actually here in this physical body, dealing with all that stuff in those lower, lower chakras, you're not actually really going to transcend. You're not going to get to that high, high level. So mm-hmm. the basics, the groundwork is feeling good in your body as much as you can and nourishing your body and, and movement and all these other things that yeah. really bloody work. Like, but I guess we want to skip all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, the work. that's where the work is. It's, you know, it's fun when you begin, you know, connecting with your spirit guides and, you know, yeah. working on a multidimensional level, but the, what we see, and this is where people like, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's playful. It's like this whole new world that literally <laughs> that gets discovered when you yeah. open up, you know, that level of spirituality, but what and I noticed this within myself as well. I've always had a super like I don't want to say grounded, but you know, being able to you know work multidimensionally and then like you know be grounded. And that's why I like science. I love you know physics and quantum physics and working with like the, the here yeah. and the now. Yeah, working with your body and you know what it, what we notice a lot of people do is they'll be for example manifesting money. Mm. Right. But if you're not looking after your nutrition, if you're not looking after your physical health, and if you're not looking after those lower chakras, then you might manifest more money, but it's going to leave. And that was literally my story with manifesting the million pounds. I like got it. So like that, like, yeah. And then, and then not like straight away, but over a period of time. But I mean, I actually watch it all unfold in my mind. And I'm like, I know exactly what happened. Like I know how I got to that point of manifesting it because I was taking care of my physical body. I was mm-hmm. going to the gym. I was nourishing my body. I was really aware of what I was putting into my body physically. And then I had this awakening awakening um, in the higher chakras through my third eye when mm-hmm. I was had like, I was moon gazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden my third eye just went and I, and I had this realization and I was like, what the, where the fuck did that come from? And then like two weeks later, I won, I won the money. So everything was like unfolding and it was all meant to be anyway, but it was kind of like, 
I'd, I'd gone away, I'd moved away from the things that had got me to that place. I'd got what I wanted and I forgot all the work that I'd done. Because actually I hadn't done it on a conscious level. Mm-hmm. I hadn't mm-hmm. sat there through the, the 2014 and gone, I'm going to be a millionaire at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done that. That wasn't coming into my mind. I was just really focusing on being as healthy as I can be, being as happy as I can be. I'd met a guy and it was love. So my whole vibration was just, so there was loads of little things that had occurred for me to get that and then once I got that I'd forgotten all the things that had happened because I hadn't done it with enough awareness it was just okay I I wasn't I wasn't really in that spiritual spiritual zone Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's why I say to people like as long as you're working on yourself you're really Mm -hmm. just focused on like feeling good moving body doing the things that you love, having all these healthy relationships, good things are going to come to you in, in ways you can't even expect. And that was mm-hmm. my journey. Um, yes. But you got to be careful, right? Because, you know, that was a huge responsibility for me that I wasn't ready for. So things yeah. will show up in your life and then they'll be like exactly what you want, but you won't be prepared for them. So therefore that's yeah. where you end up losing a lot of the things that we manifest yeah. because we can't hold that vibration yeah, exactly. All Holding that people, vibration you... is really hard. Like it's, a, it's still on the ongoing work. You haven't reached a destination and then, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just go back to whatever, you know. It's mm-hmm. consistency, isn't it? Exactly. And it's like, and this is why I love the, um, you know, and it's so funny. I learned, this is actually something I did learn when I did try out AA was one day at a time. We're just recovery. I was like, yes. I don't even know anyone that's sober. Where that's do I like, like, where do I even go? It's like Reiki and <laughs> it's just for today. Reiki say yeah, just, just for today. Just for today. But exactly. that's something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Seize the yeah. day, you know, like all of these yeah. things. All that's of these, all that you know, matters. Teachings. And this is what, because what we, you know, we get so caught up in the, you know, the chasing, well, I don't, I don't feel like we do exactly, no. but chasing that vision. Yeah. And what happens is, you know, the types of people that I work with, whether they're influencers or creatives or healers or, or, you know, manifesting all these amazing things, either they'll get to having manifested those amazing things and living these, like this incredible reality, Mm. but either they're not fulfilled or again, like they'll lose it all, or they're like, why did I just waste the last, you know, however amount of time it was by focusing on that, thinking that that was going to solve all you know, these, these problems here right now. So definitely going, going within that into the, you know, into those lower chakras, working with that is the only way to fully hold, you know, your, your highest state, your multidimensionality, you know, the, the, the places that are just so joyous and amazing to, to be stepping into and working with yourself as a human being, being here in the now and every single moment of now, to allow your container to flow into the vibration that matches everything that you're wanting to, to achieve. And obviously yeah. it's like, you don't even need to put the mind work into it. It's just like, like you said, showing up every single day in your highest and letting yourself be guided to the right things. And that's where the organic flow begins. It to is. It, it, and it does. And it really does. But I think it's also like you have faith. You've, you've spoke about faith. It's something mm-hmm. that I, I believe is, you know, the backbone of everything I do and that trust in that surrendering to this higher power and that relationship Mm -hmm. there that you have Mm -hmm. that I feel that um, it can be difficult to have that to, to, for us to let go. There's this control that we want to have over our lives. And that's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we have to, that is, you know, it's years and years of conditioning now, isn't it? And it's, it's just how we have to un 
uh, unlearn all these these ways that we've learned as humans and have now this new relationship with something we can't see it's not tangible so how do we mm-hmm. really have this relationship with our higher self or mm-hmm. how do we really follow our intuition what, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. for me is literally how I live my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just knowing everything is okay everything is unfolding how it should be all is well like and that takes practice and that takes time to 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 really master that I mean the intuition I had to just play those numbers like it was something inside me going you got to do it you got to do it and I can't even explain that but I knew I had to do it mm-hmm. and so how do we listen to that small voice have you had any experiences where your intuition's just been like bang on and it just was everything yeah my whole life (laughs) (laughs) every time and it's so funny that like this question is so important because like you know my it's funny when I think when you open a whole new world you can there's the language that goes with what you're experiencing and you know having open spiritual gifts and having you know now being able to tap into what I you know what I'd suppressed most of my life you know, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, my intuition was always guiding me. I've yes. always operated from a place of faith. I've always been an epic manifester. But mm, the only difference same. is now that I've got these words, exactly yeah. the words to be able to explain that, oh, by the way, I just kind of get my own way. Oh, and by the way, I yes. kind of just like set an intention yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. just works out totally. Everyone's like, oh, Rebecca, you're such a jammy bitch. You're such a lucky girl. Like, you always <laughs> work out for you. And I'm like... Yeah, I kind of maybe expect that. And so, yeah, you have the expectancy. You've always had the expectancy. You've always had that kind of like something inside you guiding you, but you didn't know how that real relationship with it. You didn't really know how to communicate or use it for your higher good or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. And it's like, again, it's coming back to that choice that you've got of, you know, like free will and you can make all these choices. But at the end of the day, when you're listening and you're so aligned to your highest path, you know, the universe, if you're off path, like you said, the universe is like guiding you like, okay, you know, it's either a failure there or a massive mistake there or there's no such thing as failure but you know these huge yeah. lessons and learning yeah. but one of the biggest things that I began to really start to to realize that there was this power that I was able to listen to that was more than what I had ever learned in you know in life when I this was just gosh this was just over five years ago right before my, my awakening, my rock bottom, my, you know, went vegetarian at the same time, like this massive life transformation. Mm. And I was working a job. I just moved back from Australia to New Zealand and I had a job. I was a travel agent at the, at the time and I was, um, you know, there was heaps of stores everywhere. So I was able to just get a job in the, in the city that I was from while I saved up enough money to go traveling for, you know, six months in Asia. And I was working this job and I knew that I was about to, about to leave. I was only meant to be there for, I can't remember, a couple of months in this particular job. And I was like, right, I've got a shit ton of debt that I need to pay off before I go traveling. And I've got, you know, all of these other things. So I need to actually find about an extra $10,000 in order to go traveling. Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to book the flights to, you know, to go on this backpacking trip anyway, this, you know, this overseas trip for traveling for six months or a couple of months. And as soon as I booked those flights, not knowing how I was going to create an extra $10,000, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't an entrepreneur back then. I wasn't working for myself and knowing that it's super easy. I was, you know, Mm. stuck into this old paradigm system. 
And I shit you not, as soon as I booked the flights, I received like, you know, an opportunity a couple of days later or the next day or something like that to pretty much for a, um, what's it called? Promotion in my role. Guess what the pay rise was? $10,000. Yeah. So in that moment and realizing that if I just operate from a place of, uh, from a place of just knowing that I'm going to do what I want. It's going to be a lot of fun. My life is here. To, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to make, you know, a positive difference yes. in the lives of those around me. You know, tequila and spirituality are obviously <laughs> the spectrum to make a difference in people's lives. Um, and, and following that, and that moment kind of just opened me up to, oh my God, I'm, I'm always looked after, you know, even yeah. in the midst of addiction and even in the darkest moments where I, yeah. where I did not feel that I kind yeah. of had this innate knowing that I always was. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like, just listen to your intuition, just do it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, like, be- yeah. it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. It's really, and, and, and it's inspiring for many people out there who, who really feel stuck in their current life situation. I guess it's like, so many people know that we're not just here, like yeah. for nothing. Yeah. I think there's this yeah. deep longing for more and to really experience life at the fullest. And I think we crave that. I think that's like mm-hmm. it's in us. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's, it's, um, it's frustrating when we don't know how to tap into that and, we, and we're just in our, in our jobs and going about our lives and, that's mm-hmm. what really gets us down, I think, more mm-hmm. than anything, mm-hmm. because we're like, we must be thinking, gosh, is this it? Like, I thought everyone was here for more. Like, I just, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's funny, like, and I'm sure every single one of us in our lives has, you know, this, the, a person or an example of a person where they'll get to the end of their life. And it's kind of, I don't want to say it, but it's like, oh my gosh, they, what a wasted opportunity. Or, you know, they you yeah. see that they just, they lived in a state of fear yeah. and not living up to their potential. And for me, that's like the worst thing that I could ever experience is getting to the end of my life and going, I chose to listen to my fears rather than the possibility of what if this desire or this goal or this dream that I have there is a tiny possibility of that coming into fruition. What if that tiny possibility was the thing that came into fruition? And so as soon as I began implementing that of like, well, yeah, these fears are saying, you know, stay in your job. Don't quit your job. Don't do that. Don't do that. What about money? Blah, blah, blah. All these stories that we're so conditioned to listen to that we make our decisions from this place of survival. Yeah. So if we flip that and instead go, well, what if it worked out? What yeah. if that massive goal and that massive dream and that massive desire was exactly what you're meant to be doing, but the fear is just trying to keep you safe. And when you operate yeah. from that place of possibility and like, you know, open opportunity, magic unfolds. It does really yeah. quickly. The shift can happen really quickly. So I'm, I don't know why it's taken me so long to listen to this book. I, I, I listen to books and then I, if I really like the book, I'll always buy a copy of it and I'll study it. So, um, I'm doing some work with Yana Robinson. I don't know if you know Yana Robinson. She's yeah. like all about truth and vulnerability and unmasking shame yeah. and getting deeper into who you are. And just, she's 
swears a lot. I like her. Anyway, she's got a brand <laughs> called This Is For The Women Who Don't Give A Fuck. So, you know, that really, she, I'm in resonance with her massively. <laughs> yeah. um, because like, there's a little bit of that rebel in me still. And there's parts of me that I don't want to die, kill off. Like there's a part of me yeah. that is, that's who I am. Minus like yeah. the lifestyle that I had. There's still that, that um, fire within me. And I yeah. love that about yeah. me. And that's what it's admired about me in the world. I know it is because I kind of like, I walk, I walk my talk in everything I do because um, I'm the demonstration of a possibility for most people out there in terms of like what you can do with your life, what you can do with your body, how you can heal yourself, like how you can heal trauma, how you can, you know, just be happy with it and really love yourself on a really deep level. And she was talking about this, her mentor, Gay Hendricks. And I was like, I've heard of that name. And then I looked at the book, The Big Leap. And I was like, ah, yeah, I couldn't believe I, I, I heard about it, heard of it. You know, it's like, it's time to read it. It's time to read it anyway. It's one of those things. I'm like, so just, I'm, I'm like, if I hear something and I get a sign and it was kind of like, go deep into it. Like I kind of listened to it within two days. I was just like, wow. Just, yeah. Just, I bang them out. I could easily listen to three books a week if I wanted to because I'm always on the go and I just, I, I'm washing up. I hate washing up. I hate cleaning. It's like, the, I, I just, I know I have to do it. But then if I've got this going on in the background, it's you my, don't it. <laughs> it's, it's my distraction. I'm I, 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 yeah. So I'm like, I'm personal yeah. development and I'm cleaning my house and I'm feeling good. <laughs> uh, otherwise I'm just kind of like, Oh, why can't I just get a clean? And I'm just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been a struggle this year because, um, I did have a cleaner and I, and then she went, um, and just locked down and everything. So it's just been, it's a, it's a shift, isn't it? We're going back to New Zealand in a couple of months when the when Bali government kicks us out with all the visas and stuff. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. we've been here for about two years. I'm like, oh, I said to my husband, I, I don't want to do my own dishes again. I don't want to clean my own house again. No, I don't to Bali, do the lifestyle. No, my girlfriends are like, Bali, the lifestyle. Come live here, darling. You'll just love it. You'll live like a queen. I was like, really, truly, you'll love it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, back to the book. Yeah. And he talks about this relationship we have with time, right? As well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I was like really touching on as well. It's just this time is like we have the ownership of time. Like we own time. And that's like a really, that was a big thing for me. Even like a couple of years ago, I started getting into the whole time thing. And I had the stories Mm -hmm. around time, you know, I haven't got enough. I can't do that. And so we crush our creative genius because of that as well. Because we feel Mm -hmm. like we do, everything else is more prioritized over like us being in the full expression of our creative genius. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. got that realization. I was like, I have time to write. I have time to do the things that would light me up. I have all the time because that's me in my zone. That's how I'm serving the world. That's how I'm feeling good. That's how I'm healing my body. Because if I'm out of alignment with that, and I'm out of alignment. And like, that's just exactly. the biggest battle that we have. Yeah. And you can't be in abundance in one area and not another. Like abundance is an inner thing that taps yeah. into all areas of your life. And so whenever you're like, yeah, but there's 24 hours in a day. You know, my clients say this to me, you know, they're, you know, growing, you know, growing their businesses, activating their soul work, which, you know, doing your own soul work takes a very long time, you know, lots it, of energy to go it, within yeah. and, yeah. you know, doing your own shadow work and all of that and yeah. growing and, and running families and households. And they're like, yeah, yeah. but there's only 24 hours in a, in a day or, you know, I've got to do this. And it's like, well, actually when you tap into 
the state of abundance across all areas of your life and you don't work in 24 hours, the time works for you and you shift this whole perception of everything, you know, time, like everything. When you operate from a place of abundance in all ways, like the quantum, like literal yeah, quantum, the quantum stuff are so amazing. Yeah. Let's, and let's, because I know that some people we might feel like the word quantum shift when we're going and when we're talking about moving from new Newtonian physics, it's something that we've always known into this yeah. new science. So that talk about that because I've tried yes. to explain it, but you might want to explain yes. it in a, in a different way. You're the galactic one here. <laughs> so quantum. We all are just FYI. <laughs> we're all galactic. We just don't know. Yeah, no, we totally are. And I get, I get it. And I'm, I'm always trying to like, really trying to get people to understand the whole illusion of, um, time and space and its response to us and our thoughts and our feelings so you give me your view on it and how you love to yeah yeah so and it's it's always funny like I when you look back over your life and connect all the dots like this sort of you know physics was one of my best subjects at school as is economics I'm like how do those two go together oh okay because we're going to be working with quantum physics in the future and we're also going to be working it with you know like macroeconomic problems and microeconomic problems and you begin to put them together so one thing I love about you know about quantum physics and time specifically and then working with ourselves and working with the quantum field is when we understand and this is what is so cool about time and quantum physics has proven Okay, you can go and look at studies. I'm not going to go through the studies with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have proven that time is not linear like we think it is. I never never really believed that anyway. I mean, really, it's infinite. It's like, it's no, you can't, you can't define time because even if we're not here, like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so time, when we begin to see and what, you know, quantum physics has proven is that time is simply moments it changes of moments and now time is simply changes in moments of now. Mm. And so when we begin to take that understanding and we also begin to work with our emotional body Mm. and we realize that whatever we are vibrating at is what we're attracting, right? We know about the law of vibration. We know about the law of attraction. Okay. And so whatever your emotions deep down, I'm not talking about the surface, the surface of toxic positivity, you know, like this is really important. And most of my clients will come to me when they've done all the mindset work, they've done incredible, you know, like they've achieved a certain level of success, but they're like, but there's just something blocking. Yeah. Yes. And so this is coming into, I call it like, you know, my quantum abundance method, because it's literally working with the quantum field and mm. working with your emotional body because you're going deep into the core. And so you might not even be, for example, I'm not even working on my own emotions sometimes when I'm doing quantum leaping, which I'll go into a minute if you want. Mm. I'm now working with situations that have left an emotional imprint in my body from my great grandmother from the time the of past. the Great Depression. Right. Oh, wow. From the time of the Great Depression. Yeah. And do you yeah. think that gets that's passed down through DNA, right? And that's yeah. kind of the epigenetics. Yeah. That's the idea that we're like generations before. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we are carrying the emotions and the DNA, just a whole lot of information from our yeah. ancestors. Yeah. And so yeah. yes, while it's important to go through our own work first and really, you know, go deep into what does it feel like, you know, emotionally 
truly be, and this is why meditation and going deep and being present with yourself in these moments of now, because when you notice that there's this toxic positivity, you're, you're sort of faking an emotion, which we, you know, is like, that's kind of the entry mm. point, but when you go real deep into it, you can sort of like learn what an emotion is, but you also begin to see that the opposing emotion that's deeper within your being, which might be blocking the very thing that you're trying to manifest or quantum. This is like the subconscious yeah stuff yeah, more yeah, like the yeah. deeper like not the stuff we don't obviously see yeah exactly exactly mm. and so one way that you're able to do it and if you're looking at well, how do you shift your life rapidly mm. knowing that and understanding that you're you know in your next level of success whether it's in your relationships your health your well-being your business your finances whatever it is your relationship with yourself when you realize that it can change in an instant and you know that with the emotions that you hold, they carry a vibration and a frequency. And you also know that time is simply a just, it's just a, a, an energy as well. It's not even a, a, a this linear yeah. thing. And the version of you in the quantum field where there is infinite possibilities mm. is already living a particular lifestyle, a particular way or place you can connect with the emotions of that version of yourself. Mm. So is that like the visualization or is that the feeling or getting into that space of what feeling. would it feel like to be yes. like yeah. the, that person yeah. living that life exactly. and invoking that feeling yeah. in the now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So really beginning to cultivate that feeling and going and looking at all of the beliefs or the emotions or, you know, whatever it is that's below the surface that could mm. probably go unnoticed lots of the time because we're so in the state of busyness or having yeah, to yeah. do what we do. Yeah. So when we notice the, the counter emotions, yeah. we're able to shift those to amp up the speed and the rate in the, at which we are manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like... I, know, I mean, I think that's the shift. <laughs> I was trying to look back and think about the mindset I had when obviously when I won that money and what I was thinking and feeling at the time. I remember just feeling very safe and secure and at ease and that um, in love with myself and love with my life um, mm. and, and this sudden realization that um, there was something bigger than me that was helping me and guiding me and loving me too. Mm. And I think that's so, that's so so part of it isn't it like we cannot mm -hmm. ignore that like we're not here on our own and it's all us we've got to make it and if we you know what I mean? it is being yeah. held so completely safely because that's yeah. like i find that most people when i'm working with them and i'm like how do you want to feel that's it not what you want to do how do you yeah. want to feel do all the time how do you want to feel mm -hmm. because even like uh, there's there's so many things like a hey, for instance I always want to feel accomplished in my life. And that's something that we all want to feel. That's like a, like a real, even if it's just like, I just want to get the kitchen clean today. Uh, I want to feel accomplished. <laughs> but whatever. I know that actually I have to do something in order for me to feel a certain way. And so I love Danielle. She's like, what do I have to do to feel the way I want to feel? So there is always going to be a doing aspect in our lives. Yeah. In order to get to some level of feeling. Yeah. But we have Always. to bring that feeling in first. Like, okay, how do I want to feel at the end of this? Like, I want to go do this workout. I want to feel, I want to feel good. I want to, I want to feel tight in my abs or I want to feel strong in my body. You yeah, want to feel, yeah. that's why you do it. Cause you want to feel a certain way. So feelings, yeah. so don't ignore them, honor them. And honor them, them, yeah, 100%, whatever they yeah. are, 
you know, um, I, I was just beating myself up this morning over like just losing a couple of things and misplacing stuff. And I go back into that mindset of when my mom would always say to me as a child, oh, you lose everything. Oh, you break everything. Oh, you, you destroy it. And, and that was always a belief in my mind that it's, it's really hard for me to get out of that. As keep part playing of, that story. That's the psyche. Over and over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of you lose things, you break things, you don't deserve anything nice because you'll always break. And that was something I, throughout my whole life, like my mom would always be like, I'm not buying you anything because you always destroy things, you always break things. And, and, I, and I thought, I, well, stuff is stuff, just gets just stuff. Like, you know, yeah. if you break stuff or lose stuff, that's just not that important. Like, it's not necessarily a reflection of like, I always kind of like was, oh, you're so stupid, Rebecca. Like, why do you always do this? You know, you always, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'd go back into that real bad negative talk about myself in that space. And mm-hmm. so we have mm-hmm. to remember like the things that we've been told as children, the childhood stuff, the stories that we've mm-hmm. been printed. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I recognize that, like, that's my pain body. Like, you know, that's, I have awareness of it. And so then I fucking just tell that thought to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can see it. And you're like, I love it when Eckhart Tolle, are you familiar with his work? Yes. Love it. Yeah. 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 Totally. And totally. he's like, you're not your thoughts. You're the awareness of your thoughts. Yes. So it's like truth bomb. When you hear yeah. these thoughts coming in and you always notice this as well. And it's to your, like in relation to, you know, everything that you're calling into your life. And it's like, when you hear those thoughts coming in and it's like, you can't do that. Who are you to do that? Who, who am I to do this? Or, you know, I'm not good enough to do this or whatever these stories are that come into our, into our mind. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Who do you think you are? I like, love that one. Yeah. No, <laughs> thanks for coming. See you not later. Welcome. You are not welcome. <laughs> you are not welcome. Yeah. Yeah. That's the power yeah. because yeah. I, you can easily see where a thought can spiral out of control can lead into another negative oh, yeah. thought into another negative and then before you know it you spent your whole day in that space like you know mm-hmm. it was it was a bad mm-hmm. five minutes you've milked it and now it's like the whole day and I feel because we do attract so once you start having that feeling of oh I'm stupid oh I'm dumb oh this is one thing's gone wrong and then before you know it like mm-hmm. and I feel that can happen mm-hmm. with people's lives when they have mm-hmm. a certain situation happen like anything could happen to any of us at any time by the way you know Mm -hmm. like you know none of us even in this spiritual community you know shit can happen like Mm -hmm. I think it's also how we just respond to that Mm -hmm. that's always the most important thing how we respond to that how we respond Mm -hmm. to the things that are happening in life life is just happening right and there's things that we can't control (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just handing over that control and absolutely just allowing yourself. And one thing that I find really helpful with this, you know, I used to like one of the, one of my deepest um, shadow emotions or one of my just deepest shadows that I, that I've gone super deep into. And it's still something that will pop up every now and then is like anger and just like, mm. Oh, here we go. I'll share what, this is funny. I've got a vibe check right now. I'll share this with you in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> okay. One of the best things that you're able to do is, um, you know, definitely like processing that, but, you know, something would go wrong or, you know, I'd suppress it and I'd have this level of toxic positivity and not address what was actually going on. And then, you know, I'd project it in in those moments. And one of the biggest things is when I began starting my day and setting my intention for how I wanted the day to go, but not just like out here within myself. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How do I want to feel today? And that's something that, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So powerful. That, I was just going to say that alarm that just went off. Oh, yeah. Like, vibe check. I love it. <laughs> throughout the day, vibe check. Where's your vibe? Where's your vibe? Wow. Are you cultivating the emotions of where you're going? Are you cultivating That's the right powerful feelings, tool. the right frequencies? Yeah. I love that. Powerful. So you're using technology <laughs> as for an advantage. I mean, this is the tools that we have now. Like, there's there's yeah. so much out there. Like, if no one ever, like, went and, like, hired a coach or whatever, um, there's so many books, there's so many podcasts that you've got this one. There's so much knowledge out there like even if you just start and you're like okay I can't afford to like buy a a personal development course and I can't really afford to have a coach or a mentor or whatever to start you on Mm -hmm. this journey which I don't think everyone really needs anyway but you know there's so much out there to start you on this journey and I think that's the most Mm -hmm. important thing like Mm -hmm. really sit with yourself and figure out well who do I really want to be how do I want to feel in this life of mine yeah. And what am I doing to, to, to create that feeling and that vibe? And I'm always creating the vibe. Like last night I was in a bit, I don't, I, you know, we all have funks. We all have funks because shit happens. I'm here with two kids. Trust me, shit happens. And mm-hmm. I don't have anyone to lean on or, or support me yeah, in any way. So yeah. it's fucking insane sometimes and I'm losing my shit. So then like, you know, in the evenings I'm like, right, I have my sauna and I have my vibe, you know what I mean? I've got my oils out and, and I, I'm that's me. You know, we have to take that time to, to self-care at a high level if we want to live this life at a high level. Like that's yeah. where your power is more than anything. And as you climb, you know, you're going to have to self-care more. Like the, as the responsibility and the more power you have, yeah. like the more you're going to have to more really... People demanding your energy, wanting yeah. your attention and your awareness. And more clients, and more money, more yeah. whatever yeah. it is. I mean, we want, we want, everyone wants all that, but there's the huge yeah. responsibility that comes with that. And then there's a, there's a price to pay. So you've spoke about burnout in your old job. I mean, yeah. even just when I got into coaching and I was just trying to make it, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, I'm like working 80 hours a week, da, 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 like, and it wasn't until I got pregnant and then obviously realized I was sick and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. something's, what's happening here? And I had enough mm-hmm. awareness that I'd created the disease. So if I created the disease, I could, I could heal the body at the same time. How empowering is that? So <laughs> empowering. So I was <laughs> I like... That. This isn't, this isn't how it's going to be for me. Um, yeah. You know, that's the story that I told myself at the time. Like, uh, I don't care what other people are experiencing in this world in, re- in relation to this virus. I'm not, I'm not going to be experiencing that. And so I went on a journey. And it was very difficult because, it, you know, there's going to be a lot of doubt and there's going to be a lot of people going, it's not possible, da, 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 da. And that's what you're coming up yeah. against. Because people don't understand yeah. that the quantum laws and and how every cell in your body is literally listening to every thought. And, you know, when we get blockages within our energy, that the physical manifestation is a dis-ease. And that's it. And it says it in itself, dis-ease. There's dis-ease yeah. in your body. There's dis-ease in your life. You don't feel ease within your own self. There's, there's like, I tell you what it was for me. It was a lot of masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how we live as a, as a, as a society. Yeah. It's very, very masculine driven. And we're, we're taught that that is how you create a certain level of success. Yes. Go, 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 do, 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 you know, achieve, 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 yeah. achieve. <laughs> and I bet, and, and, and it actually, it's the, and I, once you, once you switch that from the, fe- when you switch 
to the feminine and, and do the allowing and relax into life and know all is well and all is coming for you and everything that you desire is desiring you and just relax into it mm -hmm. and allow mm -hmm. it to come in. Like mm -hmm. that's the shift that yeah. that is the peace within you as well that you all deserve, yeah. that we all deserve. So if you're one of them people that's out there and you're like, Oh, I've got to do more. You no. know, I've, I've got, <laughs> and I've got people coming to me with, with things like in their body that are diabetes, cancers, stuff like that. They're working mm. they're the sort of people that I'm working with now because and I'm, there's a story unfolding, you know, there's a story behind mm -hmm. all of that. And I know what it is. It's like, it's your body is communicating with you always. <laughs> it's telling you, it's telling you, listen, yeah, always. Yep. you're not, you're not happy. You're not loving yourself. You're not nurturing. You're not taking yeah, care of you. Yeah. So before we get into yeah. the whole, I'm going to make six figures because look, we're not, it's not like we're not here for it. We are, but there's that groundwork to take care of you because even if you get to that level, like I got to that level, you can come crash down if you don't do all that work in in that in the grounding space and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, what are your mm -hmm, what are your favorite mm -hmm. practices to do in terms of keeping yourself grounded? Yeah, this is such an important topic for, and you're right, it, it truly comes back to yourself. And we are the channels and the vessels for whatever the success that we're desiring is, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's in business or relationships or health, whatever it is, yeah. our, our vessel is absolute priority. And just going into that, like unhooking the need to be doing constantly because whenever you're stepping into it, and for me, like having this understanding of how is it possible to work less yet achieve more, but hang on, is the working less actually working less? Because I seem to be working more on myself. Mm. And so by prioritizing, you know, I, I'll spend hours and I don't have children, right? So I just have to put in that yet, put that in there. Mm. I'll spend hours a day on my self-care, you know, mm. in, in, in setting up my day. And if I do not set up my day effectively, and this is not just like a thing of luxury, this is a necessity because when I don't, when I don't do my energy, you know, I, I do shamanism, I work with energy, I work with people's energy fields and deep emotions, it's deep work mm. that I do. Mm -hmm. If I'm yeah. not practicing energetic hygiene yeah. for myself, I, I'm, I'm going to hit burnout, you know, I'm going to yeah. get, you know, get myself into some form of dis-ease, you know, yeah. it's like, and, and when, when I start my day, you know, it's like, I'll always allow myself sleep. I did try, you know, the, the early mornings and condensing my sleep into five or six hours, but I just cannot operate like that. I need like at no, least eight. At I'm least the eight. same. I'm, I'm non-negotiable non on sleep. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I'm unreasonable and non-negotiable in certain things when it comes to my yeah. life. And I think that's, yeah. you know what? Not a lot of people like that. I noticed that yeah. Yeah. like people yeah. like, you know, when you're really kind of like protective of, you know, things that you're your willing time. to do yeah. your time, but also yeah, like yeah, protecting yeah. your creative genius. Like yeah. your time is your creative genius. Cause what you do with that time is an expression of who you, you truly are. That's, that's, and that's mm -hmm. the only time you, in it, your time is the only time you get to actually work um a master on your own mastery you know exactly. so you're gonna be you're gonna be careful where you put your time where you give your time yeah, yeah. um mm -hmm. we have enough time of course we spoke about that the illusion of time not having enough time no it's about where you give it how you honor it 
um mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so many people don't know how to like do the basic care like so you said energy hygiene i love that i've used energy hygiene as well because yeah. we wake up in the morning and it, it's natural for us to go into the bathroom and wash our faces and brush our teeth and shower and stuff like that like we know to do that as humans although mm-hmm. um my son he's 11 years old preteen. i don't know he hasn't quite <laughs> he's going through a phase right now <laughs> forcing him into the bathroom in the morning get into the bathroom this is important <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, any, yeah, any teen mum will tell you it's it's a struggle when you got these teen boys. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but generally we know that that's what we should do because yep. we don't want to walk down the road and we don't want people to smell us and we don't want to talk to people with our bad breath, right? But yep. then we don't understand the energy hygiene thing. Like it's like I don't want to walk. Everything about you radiates around you is your aura, it's your field. Yeah, you want to be going yep. onto other people's fields and penetrating each other with your field and your yep. energy. And like this is this yep. is the stuff we don't get taught at school, which I feel exactly. like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's yeah. something we can go into because <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to finish up with you talking about the world we're creating as as these leaders in the world, like yes. New Earth. So you know, like, what's your vision of the future? What do you think? Like the what do you think as humans we really need to be doing and experiencing in life? I guess in regards to like the education system is a good place mm. to start because think about how much time we spend in school. Think about what's taught to us. Think about what's not taught. Um, mm-hmm. These important mm-hmm. things. You mm-hmm. know, for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. personally, I feel that nutrition needs to play a massive role in the education system huge mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. why the fuck Absolutely. do we not have this relationship with our food why is this disconnect like i'm growing food right now in my garden and i'm teaching my child when my youngest one my daughter i never got to have that experience with my son because i wasn't that kind of person when i had him you know i was still party girl and <laughs> whatever so i wasn't in that mindset with my my daughter it was a completely different experience even with the birth and the pregnancy and everything you know really connected and understanding my role um to her i want to be able to educate her on about why we need the certain foods we do what certain foods do to our bodies and why we need this vitamin why do we need this mineral what is the fu- what you know it's what's its function like this is basic stuff that we should know mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. me that's mm-hmm. my contribution to the new earth like mm-hmm. i'm trying to Powerful. yeah raise that awareness yeah. and educate people through my platforms about the importance of nutrition so what do you think your role is in in the new education system and how would you <laughs> super important yeah and i truly believe it does it starts there's there's different levels to it and different layers to it and you know starting in our own homes is always yeah. going to be one of the greatest ways that we're able to change and also focusing on the education system working with children when we know that the brain is developing between those ages of zero yeah. and 12 like yeah. dominantly to learn how to be human and about you know they're the future generation of the planet yeah but even going bigger picture than that especially with the you know with the education and with the health system first of all i see the health system merging eastern west western technologies yeah and dismantling all you know belief systems that each other You're, have about one another i guess it's like yeah your it. body's broken yeah. this is the biggest yeah. myth that I feel that we need to debunk in terms of like your body is all these different parts rather than it's a system. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a system. You, you, every doctor knows it's really a system. They, they know it's connected, but why do they yeah. treat every single part of your body as if it's a separate thing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Holistic. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole holistic approach to medicine is what you're talking about. I mean, I use, I use, I still use Arveda, but I go a little bit deeper and I get gut testing done every sort of three to six months. I want to know what's going on inside my body because we've got the technology now and it's like AI technology. That's what you're saying. We've got all this amazing technology. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. Why not utilize utilize that to be able to actually see, figure out what's going on in our bodies because Based on the recommendations, the beginning year I had leaky gut and they said to me, you got to take oh. out this, 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 and then start eating these kinds of foods. Simple, right? Not, 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 not like, you know, and a, a couple of supplements didn't have to go crazy. Buy organic, eat local, eat fresh, you know, just all sort of like that sort of stuff. So within mm-hmm. six months I'd healed the gut, the gut was healed. And there's just a few other issues um, that I'm dealing with more just to do with like IBS type stuff. Um, and they switched me on to different supplements and said, okay, now you've got to take out these products. I can't have tomatoes and peppers and stuff like that. So but everything else more or less is still the same. And I can drink coffee again. I couldn't drink coffee for six months and I couldn't have any alcohol. But I did that. I was like, I'm doing this for myself. Yeah, I'm doing this yeah. for my body. You know, yeah. it is tough. Yeah. Like, cause I love coffee, but I was like, yeah. well, you know what? If, and people don't understand that obviously most disease starts within the gut as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so the health exactly. system yeah. has got to yeah. have a, a we've got, and the, the thing is right 140 dollars it is for this test to do this gut testing and people will go oh that's a bit pricey i don't know if i'd really want to spend that on my health but you know we know that people would probably go and drink that on a weekend or yeah, sure. <laughs> you know yeah all, all the other guy in a new outfit yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this this yeah. is the mentality we we have i mean you know i you know i would have probably had the same mentality a few years ago oh i'm not gonna spend that that's ridiculous like oh my god now i've obviously experienced that and seen the results within my body and how i actually feel in my body i've lost two stones since the beginning of the year like i'm not weighing my food i'm not counting calories i'm not restricting i'm not dieting yo-yoing i'm not i'm just eating Mm -hmm. good food you know, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. the food mm-hmm. I have. I'm having a good relationship. Okay. I'm self-nourishing myself, right? So this is this is the real health transformation. This is the real shifting from going to a doctor and going, I'm sick and I need whatever, whatever, but actually listening to our bodies and go, I'm in pain in my body. Why am I in pain in my body? And actually connecting it to the emotional body and mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. that actually everything that happens in the mm-hmm. emotional mental is a, fa- is, a, mm-hmm. is a manifestation in the physical, right? Yeah, yeah. So what we what what can we do? We have to mean you. Mm -hmm. We're here. (laughs) This is what we're doing. Educate. Yeah. Well, that's it exactly. And this is what I like. Starting with that aspect of realizing, first of all, like you know, there's part of what I see is global leaders and governments doing a total restructure, but we get to the core of so many things. I'm not going to talk about how we're going to get there, but that's a whole conversation. That's fine. I mean, but we've got the vision. That's the thing is enough of us have this vision. Enough of us have this vision. It's, it's going to manifest. That's this is what, yeah. This is what we get to manifest and hold yeah. on to in, in, yeah. in our meditations or when, yeah. whenever we're thinking about what does the new earth look like and how do you want to feel in yeah. that. Yeah. But also with, and the way that my understanding of this come into fruition is when I started my recovery journey, I went to different doctors, counselors, therapists, and every yeah. one of them said, no, we can't help you. Or they tried to give me medication. What was this for so particularly? For, for, alcoholism. Right. Okay. Yeah. They tried to give me. And then what I began to realize is that it was not an issue of, 
that could be solved with a pill. I don't want to heal, you know, drug yeah. and alcohol addiction with a pill. And, and so this was my deep dive really beginning to look at, well, how do our men, how does mental health and emotional health and energetic health play into the Western health system at the moment? Mm. And as you know, there's tiny, tiny amounts, but as much as I can see there, the, the embodiment of Eastern philosophies, you know, being here in Bali and seeing all these incredible technologies that are coming out and the incredible practitioners that are, that are mm. available to humanity is just wow. incredible. So I truly see a normalization of that. And yeah, that has to that happen. Sort of, exactly. Bringing that sort of education into the schooling system, but not a schooling system where we've got like what we think of it now. It's almost like every single child is held and taught for their highest yeah yeah you know whatever it's a very individual approach to education which we don't i feel like it's a very difficult thing to facilitate i don't think it will be an easy thing to facilitate but but actually you know we're not this the children are actually more in tune than we are like we we condition right i think when they come into this world they're more way more in tune with like their own needs and and whatever and it's then they're just I was having a conversation with my son last night and we were doing a little bit of um, uh, healing past regression type stuff. I was touching different parts of his feet and I was massaging him and stuff like that. He's got ADHD and he's been diagnosed with autism, obviously. I don't really acknowledge that on a a physical level, obviously. I know a lot of it is emotional, mental, whatever, spiritual Mm -hmm. stuff. And he said... um, I said he's get, his eyesight is getting worse, and um, far-sighted is connected to the, your inability to be here in the moment and in the present. Mm-hmm. You are either like mm-hmm. way thinking back about stuff that you've experienced and, and done, or you're just worrying about what's going to happen in your future. So mm-hmm. you're never really here, and mm-hmm. that's, and mm-hmm. actually he didn't have enough awareness of that he was like that until we sat down and discussed it and he said does it mean even the thoughts I have when I think about the things that I've done and I've done wrong and I said yeah if you're constantly thinking back about all the things that you've done wrong and like self-loathing or wishing things were different Mm -hmm. or if you're really going to be worrying about how things are going to unfold in your future then you don't get to enjoy your present day Mm-hmm, 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 exactly and I think there's there's mm. a lot of people out like that mm, exactly yeah, yeah and we got we got to sit through some stuff last night and I said right we're gonna do we're gonna work with I'm gonna work with him and do a little bit more Reiki and a little bit more understanding what what thoughts that he's constantly having and looking yeah. to rewire and change those thoughts and you know he's 11 um and I just think having having a space within a school setting or an education system where children can go along and actually have these conversations with people about the thoughts they're thinking and why they're thinking mm-hmm. and getting, mm-hmm. and getting retrained in their thought system and, mm-hmm. you know, rewired mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. it were and going, well, why don't we just try this thought for today? And mm-hmm. a couple of like sowing those little seeds so powerful so needed i truly think that one of the best things that we can do with you know with children is as adults and having this understanding and awareness is to listen to the children to hear them to witness them to love them to see them 
Mm. You know, it's like there is so much. And one of that's, I'm so glad that you've spoken into that. That's something that you're wanting as well and creating and manifesting yeah. and wondering that, you know, that I'm intending to, to be bringing through as well is like, yeah. you know, a space for children, for adolescent teenagers. You know, it, for me, it's like getting children off the street in a place that to go to study music or sport yeah. or play or socialize or just learn and connect with people in a, in a real manner and, you know, learn meditation, spirituality, whatever it is that yeah. they're wanting to do and get them off the streets that they're not going and, and partying and drinking and having yeah. sex and, and playgrounds like yeah. I was. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Listen and Powerful stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For a long time on this, there's so much. I know there. it is. Exactly. Yeah. We could be here all day talking about it, but it's just so good to see that there's so many people in the world with the same vision and they're dedicated mm. to doing this work um, because, yeah, that's that's what we need. I mean, they, we need enough of us being brave and bold and, and in our own creative zone um, to make the shifts happen for the new world. And um, I've got some great guests coming up that are going to be going to be going deeper into this stuff on the podcast because I feel like it's it's really necessary. And I feel like the change starts with us, every single one of us. Like, don't feel like you can't have you don't play a role like you've said. Like this starts within the family home, things that you can do now. Like, um, you know, I, I know that my, my, my children will naturally heal once I'm, do, I'm healing, I'm healed and I'm yeah. whole. Yeah. So one of the biggest things you can do for your children is do the work on yourself. Um, I, I only wish I'd done this work years ago. Like, you know, and I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I could have prevented. You can't start that. too soon. That's what people <laughs> say. Like, yeah, when I gave up drinking, people are like, you're so young to give up drinking. Like, you like, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. My relationship with alcohol has shifted, and my relationship with um, the body and everything. Like, I'm, I'm 40 this year, and I feel like, you know. This, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I feel like, you know, that things are really um, shifting up in levels and I'm actually getting stronger and more fit and more energized as I get older. Like, um, so there was, there was an article in the times today, like, you know, it was like new science. And and I was like, it's not that new, but anyway, it was saying (laughs) that, um, you know, food, food is medicine basically and what you eat will affect your aging i'm like no fucking shit sherlock like <laughs> just because they've got it in the times newspaper now people are probably going to listen to that but like, i've been saying this stuff for like, years. Yeah, yeah, like it's exactly. not common yeah it's like not. science catching up to spirituality i love it i love it when yeah. science catches up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like so good it. life and upward an upwards journey, not like a decline <laughs> at forty or fifty, uh, or whatever people think. It's, you know, it's an well, upwards journey. The CDC, and I don't really rate the CDC that highly, but you know, the, the CDC saying now aging is classified as a disease in itself. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not supposed to age, basically, or we're not we're not supposed to age in the way that we do oh, age, yeah, yeah, and yeah, in the yeah. way that there's all these age related diseases that right, are yeah. in fact just diseases that you end up getting as you you're you know you're degenerating as you're not looking after yourself throughout your life and then at one point and and everything just catches your body just goes hold on a minute you know and i've seen people literally turn around a chronic illness 
just by changing their thoughts and beliefs. So yeah. I do believe that oh, holds power, um, not, not over food and nutrition, because you know, mm-hmm. even Louise Hay said she had to really fix up her nutrition when she was diagnosed with an incurable cancer or whatever wound mm-hmm. cancer it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. Um, mm-hmm. and she kind of like went vegetarian, but eventually she went back to meat. And I did veganism for a while, and then I, I actually ended up her going back to meat because and, and eating animal products because it was better for me and my body. So I think there's no right or wrong way, but whatever you do, just make sure that you're really nourishing at the highest level. Like everything yeah. I do is organic, you know, and including yeah. my meat, including everything. It's just I want to make sure I'm getting the, the best quality. Yeah. So feed your mind. This is what we're coming away from this. So like, you know, we had a lot to talk about today, but we're really yeah. talking about really feeding your mind, body, and soul mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mind, body, soul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's been like, it's been an honor to sit with you and, and, and have this discussion and hear about That's your so story happy. and you're doing such um, amazing things in this world. Um, and you guys, I will, I will put some details about Libby. You can connect with her. She's just great. And she's just fun. And I love watching you and I love watching your stories and on Instagram and then your posts. (laughs) Yeah. You you have just got this really high vibe and it's in, it's kind of infectious. So I really wish you all the best (laughs) on your journey. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we're going to connect in the physical world, hopefully one day. Yeah. Yeah. When all the borders open and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've had a long life. I've had a dream to get out to Bali and even like into Australia, like these, these parts of the world that I'm here to experience it all. So yeah. Yeah, experience it all yeah and with that it's it's so beautiful thank you so much for having me oh, and to everyone so listening as well it's been so beautiful Such it's been awesome great conversation yeah multi multi-faceted multi-dimensional conversation and that's it but that's how we've got to do things out here like we can't yeah. just be working on one aspect of ourselves and ignoring and stuffing all the really important bits which is the mind mind and the emotional side of which i'm glad we've got to really yeah. dig deep into those things today it's been a great, Absolutely. so have enjoyed the rest of your day. Uh, I know whatever, it's nearly evening yeah. there in Bali. I'm back to, yeah, really, time. <laughs> I'm about time. to smash this Wednesday. Yes, enjoy it. All I right, darling. Bye, Bye, love. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventative maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the Rush Truck Centers Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your location's details. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers.